What's up everyone? Good morning and once again welcome to our online Water's Edge worship experience. Thank you so very much for hanging out with us today and tuning in. For those of you that continue to share these messages with your circle of influence, continue to do that. We have people tuning in from all over the place and we hope it's very helpful. Also, once again, for those of you that continue to worship with us by your generosity, by giving online, by meeting our new $10 challenge, thank you so very much for doing that. You allow us to help more people, love more people, serve more people, shelter more people, and feed more people. You allow us to bless our city. In fact, our next food pantry is going to be the first Thursday in March. I think it's March the second. We expect to feed about 2,000 people on that day. And when you worship with us through generosity, that allows us to show people the heart of God, the love of God, and the hands and feet of Jesus Christ. All right, so today we continue with our current series entitled The Video Store. Now, many of us listen to this, grew up right here in southwest Louisiana. Many of you live in Lake Charles. You've lived in Lake Charles for most of your life, but some of you have lived in the surrounding communities like Iowa, Moss Bluff, Sulphur, Westlake, Welsh, De Quincey. Now, growing up in southwest Louisiana, growing up in Lake Charles and in these smaller little towns around Lake Charles, not only did we have some blockbuster videos, but we also had video rental stores that were more like mom and pop shops. In De Quincey, we had two. We had a video rental store in Brookshire Brothers Grocery that you could go to, but we also had another video store called Bo's Videos. And Mr. Bo also owned Bo's Videos. Sometimes he called them Rambo's Videos in Sulphur, Westlake, and De Quincey. And so we love that. But regardless of whether you went to a blockbuster video store or one of these smaller mom and pop shops, they all had a certain policy a certain policy that you had to obey when you rented one of their movies, and this is what it was, and notice this today, it was be kind and rewind, which meant once you rented your movies, whether they were one-day rentals or two-day rentals, once you watched those rented movies and you were bringing them back to the video store, they wanted you to rewind those movies. That way, when someone else came and rented those movies, they wouldn't have to rewind those movies, and the store wouldn't have to rewind those movies. They would already be rewound. And if you returned those movies and you did not rewind them, then there would be a fee. There would be a fee that you would have to pay, a penalty fee for not rewinding. That's why when DVDs came out, we thought we were high tech because we didn't have to rewind those movies anymore. But if you wanted to avoid the penalty fee, then you had to follow the instructions and rewind the movies. And honestly, this is a basic observation of truth in life that's just true, that many times following the instructions in life can help you avoid experiences in this life that you simply don't want to experience. Kind of like a friend of mine who broke his arm in half while working offshore, operating heavy machinery, a big crane, while drinking alcohol and taking his heart medication. His job said that was against the rules. His doctor said that was against the rules. His medication said that was against the rules. He literally broke his arm in half and had to spend over two weeks in the hospital. And I can promise you, this was after he got fired from his job, that he didn't want to experience any of that. 
Sometimes breaking the rules, not following the instructions will cause you to have experiences in this life that you simply don't want to experience. Or like when I was growing up and my dad said, Tony, if you come in past your curfew, I'm going to take your truck keys away for the next week. So if I didn't want my truck to get taken away for a week, then I had to follow my dad's instructions. And if I didn't follow my dad's instructions, then I would experience something in his life that I didn't want to experience. Follow the instructions can help you avoid bad spiritual experiences. Following the instructions can help you avoid bad family experiences, bad faith experiences. Follow the instructions can help you avoid bad relationship experiences, bad life experiences, and bad emotional and mental experiences that you don't want to experience in this life. But sometimes we don't just need to avoid experiences in this life that we don't want to experience. But deep down the ultimate thing that everybody's looking for deep down the ultimate thing that everybody wants deep down the ultimate thing that everybody's searching for and everybody is craving is this and notice this today if you're still with me Sam's still with you it's peace that's what we want ultimately that's what we all crave and that's what we're looking for because it's when we don't have peace on the inside that we get taken to our limits. When we don't have peace on the inside, we get taken past our limits. When we don't have peace on the inside, we lose our mental and emotional clarity. And when we don't have peace on the inside, we lose our patience to make wise decisions. And when we don't make wise decisions in this life, then we usually end up experiencing things in this life that we simply don't want to experience. But the question we need to ask today is this. We all know that the scripture teaches that peace ultimately comes from God. Peace in our heart, peace in our emotions, peace in our spirit, in our soul and in our mind ultimately comes from our relationship with Jesus Christ. John 14, 27, Jesus says, I am leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give, so don't be troubled or afraid. Philippians 4, 6 through 7, don't worry about anything, the missionary says. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all that he's done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. And his peace will guard our hearts and our minds as we live in this relationship with Christ Jesus. Simply put, we all need, we all search for, we all crave peace in our heart, peace in our mind, peace in our soul. And nothing else in this world can give us this gift this amazing gift of peace, but our relationship with God, the inner peace that our relationship with Jesus Christ gives us can guard our hearts. It can guard our minds, our hearts and our minds. It's in these places many times where we get taken past our limits, which is why we need that peace to guard our hearts and guard our minds because this is where depression lives in our hearts and in our minds. This is where anxiety and fear lives in our hearts and in our minds. This is where stress and confusion and anger lives in our hearts and in our minds. But when do all of these things live in our heart and in our mind? This is when. It's when we don't have peace. That peace that guards our hearts and guards our minds. And so we know that peace 
ultimately comes from our relationship with God in this life. But what instructions do you and I need to follow to receive God's peace in our hearts? The type of peace that will guard your mind. The type of peace that will guard your emotions. The type of peace that will guard your heart. Because it doesn't just overwhelm us one day when we come to church and pray and say, God, I need peace Give it to me. That's not when it happens. No, there's something that God calls us to do that will always unlock the door and open up the door for God's peace to flood our hearts and minds and to guard our hearts and minds. Now, in the Old Testament, sometimes God would have to send a leader to his people when the other leaders were not following God's instructions, when the kings were not doing right, when the priests were not doing right, when the people were not doing right, when the judges were not doing right. Sometimes that's when God would have to send in a prophet, a prophet to remind God's people, you're not following my instructions. And if you don't follow my instructions, you may start to experience some things in this life that you don't want to experience. One of those prophets in the Old Testament, his name was Samuel. Samuel was an amazing, an amazing character in the Old Testament, an amazing prophet. He gave messages to the Israelites. He also anointed King Saul to be king, King David to be king. He was also their advisors. And then at the end of his life, he's given his swan song his farewell address and this is what he says about God this is what he says about peace and what unlocks the door for peace in our hearts first Samuel chapter 12 verses 1 through 5 then Samuel addressed all of Israel I have done as you have asked me and I gave you a king your king is now your leader I stand here before you, an old gray-haired man, and my sons now serve you. I have served as your leader from the time I was a boy to this very day. Now testify against me in the presence of the Lord and before the king, before the anointed one. Whose ox or donkey have I stolen? Have I ever cheated any of you? Have I ever oppressed any of you? Have I ever taken a bribe or perverted justice? Tell me, and I will make right. Whatever I've done wrong, tell me and I will make right whatever I've done wrong. No, they replied. No, they replied. You have never cheated or oppressed us. You've never taken even a single bribe. The Lord and his anointed are one of my witnesses today, Samuel declared, that my hands are clean. Yes, he is a witness, they replied. Samuel says, tell me what I've done wrong and I'll make it right. What is that? That's called integrity. It's called character. This was a very courageous statement, and it was a statement of integrity. And then the people say, yes, we've watched you live. Yes, you have integrity. So Samuel comes along and says, I'm trying to live in integrity. And then the people come along and says, we've watched you live, and yes, you live in integrity. Now, it would be one thing for me to say about myself, I'm trying to live in integrity. But it's another thing, and the Samuel story teaches us for the other people in my life to watch me live and say, yes, you are living in integrity. And that's always the true test, not what you say about you, but what other people say about you, especially about your integrity. Now, let me ask you a question. Do you think the fact that Samuel lived in integrity, noticeable character, noticeable integrity from the people around him, you think that made him feel guilty all the time? I don't. 
I know for me, integrity in my life has never produced guilt. Not at all. I know for me, integrity in my life has never produced heartache for me. Integrity has never produced depression for me. It's never produced more guilt for me or more shame for me. Integrity has never produced overwhelming stress for me. It's never produced looking over my shoulder for me. It's never produced a breakdown of my faith for me. Integrity has never produced unwise choices that produced experiences in this life that I didn't want to experience. Integrity has never put me in that position. I can tell you with 100% confidence, anytime I step into integrity, I step into inner peace in my soul. It never fails. Integrity always gives me complete peace. And no matter how difficult the decision of integrity is, it's even when it's easier to not have integrity, when I step into integrity, it always gives me the type of peace that guards my heart and guards my mind. So again, what is it? that God calls us to do, these instructions to follow that opens up the door for the peace of God to guard our hearts and to guard our minds. Have you ever just knew? I mean, you could feel it in your soul. You just knew it. You know that you're going to have to swallow some pride and make a decision of integrity. But you also know that when you do, the peace that you're going to have is going to flood your soul. And it could be anything, this courageous decision of integrity. It could be that conversation that you need to have with your boss. It could be that conversation that you need to have with one of your family members or your spouse. It could be that apology that you need to make. It could be that opportunity or that temptation that you need to say no to. It could be that confession of yours that's been a long time coming. It could be having the courage to stand up for what's right when no one else will. Honestly, these decisions will never overwhelm you with guilt. But when they're over, they will certainly give you peace. And that's what we all crave. Several years ago, someone did something to me that completely broke me and devastated me and really hurt me. And at that time, I reacted in a way that hurt them back. And we dropped it there and went on our own ways. And this was years ago. Recently, I felt like God was telling me to apologize for my reactions. And so I started to argue with God. But I didn't start it. I didn't violate them. They violated me. They hurt me. But I still reacted in a way that I shouldn't have. And that's what God was dealing with me on. And God was telling me to apologize. And so I did. And when I did, peace just flooded my heart. When I apologized, the guilt that I experienced, no, wait, the regret that I experienced, no. When I apologized, the stress that I experienced, no, not at all. The peace that I experienced in that moment was overwhelming because that's what integrity does. And so again, ultimate peace comes from our relationship with God. But what's the key that opens up the door for the peace of God to flood our hearts and our minds and to guard our hearts and to guard our minds? You guessed it and notice this today. The peace of God that we need to guard our hearts and our minds is always produced by integrity. But let me say this. Most of the time, what's the one thing that will cause us to have integrity? This is what it is. And remember this. If you're still with me, Sam's still with you. Integrity requires courage. When we don't have courage, 
we lose our integrity. When we lose our courage to be honest, when we lose our courage to apologize, when we lose our courage to say yes to the right things and no to the wrong things, when we lose our courage, then we lose our integrity. And when we lose our integrity, then we start to experience things in this life that we don't want to experience and we lose our inner peace. It takes courage to build an ark and not drown in a flood. It takes courage to challenge the Pharaoh like Moses did and not run away and hide. It takes courage to get thrown into the lion's den and not compromise your faith. It takes courage to fight a giant as a little teenager when all the other soldiers in Israel were running away, hiding and scared. It takes courage to make restitution for what you did like David. It takes courage to try to walk on water like Peter instead of staying in the boat. And it takes courage to go to the cross for the sins of the world. Integrity produces peace, but courage produces integrity. And it'll always be worth it no matter how difficult the decision of courage and integrity requires because the courage and the integrity of the cross produced what it produced the resurrection and courage and integrity will always produce a resurrection in your life when my courage leads to my integrity then that will always lead to a resurrection of my inner peace when my courage leads to my integrity that will always lead to a resurrection of my personal faith and my personal endurance when my courage leads to my integrity that will always lead to a resurrection of my personal strength and my personal hope when my courage leads to my integrity then that will always lead to a resurrection of my optimism and my love for others and my walk with God that guards my heart and guards my mind and it's always worth it because the cross is always worth it and love is always worth it and people are always worth it and compassion is always worth it and peace is always worth it and integrity is always worth it and courage is always worth it and so when we step into courage and that courage allows us to step into integrity that integrity will always cause us to step into the type of peace that guards our hearts and guards our mind and surpasses all understanding. And so today the one challenge is this. Whatever courageous decision of integrity that you need to make, step out of the boat and make it because it'll never let you down and it'll always flood your soul with a type of peace from God that'll guard your hearts and guard your minds. Thank you so very much for hanging out with us today. Thank you so very much for tuning in. Our live and in-person services are back wide open. Come on back and see us in person. We cannot wait to see you back. We hope you have a wonderful week.